Ask the Podcast Coach for January 14th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach. I think my head's going to explode. I ran out of room. Uh, I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. Uh, and on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, co host Jim and I might have the awkward conversation. We haven't done that yet for 2023. Uh, and, uh, you know, people are launching a bunch of new podcasts. So we got a little bunch of uh, launching questions. And, of course, we have people in the chat room that are going to be throwing things at us. And to help me uh, walk through all that fun stuff is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. You, you've known the last couple weekends up here. I've always, I have a fireplace oh, going yeah. or winterscape. I'm feeling a little... I'm looking forward to some beachy, better atmosphere. So we got the beach going. I put the, I've moved the studio to a, a beach location, and we're excited to be here. But hopefully, the weather is good and all is well where you're located. But you know, a good way to warm up. Yeah, a little bit of coffee. A little bit of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Let's see if I can get this going here. Uh, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a little kaleidoscope going here because I'm going to share my screen today. We're going to do something different with what? Mark. Different? Yeah, different. I know. I like it. Uh, ooh, can, ooh, I can share a, a Chrome tab. Oh, see, this is even better, I think. Yes, I can share. Oh, look at this. I don't, well, I'm still getting kind of a kaleidoscope thing, at least for me. But that is the website, uh, podcastbranding.co. And I'm always like, I've always asked Mark, I'm like, hey, can you... Um, you know, send us some artwork. And so if you're watching the video version of this, we're at podcastbranding.co. I went over and clicked on, I believe, podcast art, and there's this carousel that happens at the bottom, and you can see all of Mark's awesome work. Now, why is it awesome? Because number one, Mark is an award-winning graphic artist, and number two, he is a podcaster. So he understands podcasting, and he's going to sit down with you one-on-one, understand what the the vibe of your show is he's all about branding so if you need artwork if you need a website if you need some sort of lead magnet he wants to make sure that everything is in alignment so that it just flows and everybody goes oh yeah i get this show and so the website again podcastbranding.co is where you can go over and if there's anything that you want to look better mark can definitely help you with that and uh, check it out podcastbranding.co Big thanks to our, our good friend, Dan LaFab over there, based on a true story podcast at based on a true story podcast.com. He's got some new episodes out. We talked about Spartacus last week, but he's got some new things going on over there uh, on his site and some, uh, a new this week, uh, segment. You might want to check it out. Some new stuff. I think he's trying some stuff new and, uh, and give it, a, give it a look based on a true story podcast.com. Make sure you subscribe to it on your podcast app as well. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about co-hosts and such uh, today, but this last week we ended with somebody saying, hey, what happens if your co-host wants to kind of swap roles? Maybe your color commentary, maybe you're the producer, whatever it is, but things wanted to, to change. And I reached out to uh, Sean and said, hey, that's a really cool situation. Um, any chance you can just come on live and let's just talk about it. And unfortunately, yesterday or last week, him hearing the show was something of a fluke. He's normally busy at this time of day. 
And he's like, ah, I'd love to, but I can't. So here's the backstory to his question, which was, again, how do I, you know, bring up the subject that, hey, my my co-host who used to be kind of the, like somebody's the leader, all right, picks the topic, and then somebody's kind of color commentary. And basically he was the leader and apparently has now been, you know, like he's in the color commentary thing. So he says, I've been pod, uh, I've been podcast. By choice? By uh, choice or? Well, read, not, read the, yeah, it says I've, yeah. I've been podcasting with David, my normal co-host for over two years this past year, David had some health issues. So I reached out and had a few guest co-hosts fill in. Um, Jake came on four months ago and we hit it off. Dave and I decided to keep him as a second co-host and go to a trio show. I've been the lead since the beginning, but Jake came in and the last recording session before our Christmas break and asked if he could take the lead kind of out of the blue. So I was like, okay, you know, let's give it a try. Uh, I left the, the recording confused and didn't want to say anything because I thought, um, it might be just my ego. Uh, I edit the show and I posted it up. I went back and listened to the show and Jake wasn't bad. So I reached out and went, Hey, you did well. I would be open to sharing hosting duties, or you could run our first segment on the, um, in the you know next episode. He turned down the segment idea. He didn't say much about the idea of sharing hosting. And I'm just trying to figure out how to approach this with Jake uh, from a non ego position. So that's a, a, an interesting spot. The, the bottom line is what, what happened here is the uh, format, I guess, is what we'll call it, right? The, the format changed and nobody talked about it. Like they kind of was like, hey, you want to bring, like anytime you do a format change, you probably should set up a, hey, let's try this for X amount of episodes and then revisit. Because that way, I think it gives the, um, not anticipation, but the expectation that, hey, this isn't permanent. We're going to revisit it, and we'll see how everybody feels about it in X amount of episodes. Uh, wh- what do you think, Jim? It's, it's, you know, well, definitely you want to have very clear expectations laid out. As, yeah. as, we're, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking back to Mike Weger was my co-host on Home Gadget Geeks for a lot of years, uh, longer than anybody else. And he would... He would hint from time to time to me, hey, can I open the show? Like, he knew my opening. Like, he'd sat right. through it a thousand times. And uh, he could do it. And I, and I never said yes. And I probably should have. Now, would that have, would that have changed things from a long-term perspective? Probably not. But um, th- there were clues there. And I think it's a great way if you've, I mean, if you've got co-hosts that, that want to do that, I think it's a great, it's great learning, great training, great opportunities for them. keeps them engaged. But I think you have to make the expectations super clear. Like Dave, I never want to open this show. Never, <laughs> never, ever. Now I've done it because we've done the show without you. Right. Maybe once or twice, not very often. Yeah. And, and I don't, I, but this is not something I, that as a co-host, that's not something I don't want to do your job. I like when you do your job and I do my <laughs> job, whether it's slurping the coffee, which coach Dave's got some problems with this morning. I've been doing it every morning for the last three or four years, but, um, or just being the color. Right. I, so yeah, I think it's worth the conversation of like, Hey, are we still good with this? Like, let's talk about it. And what I love, what you just said is if you're going to change formats, do some specified or, or very clear uh, amounts of episodes. Hey, for the next five episodes, you're going to do this, and then we're going to reevaluate. 
Yeah. Right. I like, I like that idea. Yeah. Randy says, so the newly invited temporary guy doesn't want to share hosting duties. Just, just making sure I understand the context. Yeah. That's uh, what do they say? He's been around for four months now. So, um, well, but maybe he's, you know how it is when you first start podcasting, you get really excited about it. You kind of like, Oh man, I could do, I could, I really like to do this. I mean, I, this, this was one of the reasons I started my own podcast is because I, I wanted to lead. There was something I wanted. To yeah. Lead, right. And I, would, I knew for sure the podcast is, I was on at the time that wasn't going to happen. So it was, it was like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll do my own. Yeah. I, I think that's really what happened here. They're just like, Hey, you know, um, the one guy got sick, so he had to step back. We bring in a new guy and that's where you need to say, okay, here's the deal. When, you know, person number one comes back. And then when they made it a trio, they should have, that's when you need to say, okay, here's what's going on. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just has to be, and here's the, here's what you need to do. And this is the tough part is now I need to sit down and go, okay, here's the thing. I really like being the lead guy and apparently so do you. And you can only have one number one priority. Yeah. Um, and so it's a matter of if Sean, right, the original lead guitar player in this case uh, if he's okay doing 50, 50, 60, 40, like what's, you know, cause if he goes zero and is, you know, doesn't get the lead anymore, he's not going to be happy. So you just need to have this open, awkward conversation. And the beauty of that is when it's over, you then have expectations. Uh, my ex-wife and I did this, this one time and she was just saying how, uh, you know, she wanted days where. I was at home and there were days when I could podcast. And she goes, how many like days do you need? And I go, what about Thursdays evening? Like I'll get home, we'll have dinner. And when dinner is over, I'll go into the cave. And I go on Saturday morning and she's like, okay, that's fine by me. She goes, can you get all your stuff done? And I go, yeah. So it was awkward and this weird thing. And we got done and we're like, okay. And so on Wednesday I knew, you know, put your phone down and spend time with your family, you idiot. And you know, but it's that awkward conversation that you got to have. So uh, coming in from the yellow studio in uh, Dallas, Forth Worth, uh, Randy Cantrell. I love Randy. Right. I, I was, um, it was, he, so, how does he do on that? Randy is not he, very is good. <laughs> no, none of my, none of my invitations are no, good, <laughs> but it's weird. Cause I used to walk around, there was a pond in my apartment and I would listen to Randy and walk around the, the, you know, get chased by geese. And the other night I was like, uh, I was at a strip mall and I was like, you know, instead of taking the car and driving across to target. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. And I was like, Oh, I'm walking. Hold on. And popped on Randy. Congratulations on 45 years of marriage. 30, 45. 45. Holy cow. Wow. My friend. On January 2nd. Did you guys go back in time and get married or? Uh, no, no. We got married just shy of 21. Yeah. Uh, we started dating yeah. when we were 18. So we've been together for yeah. that long. Wow. So, and wow. we're yeah. old now. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a few years behind you, but I'll be in that similar situation. We were, we were really young too. And so, you know, we're, we're coming up on a few. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's good. Listen, hey, this, well, this question is, is um, for years I, d I had no co-host at all ever. I just solo monologue kind of stuff. And in the last two years, so on June, in June of 2021, I started a hyper local podcast about this place in Arkansas, Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. 
And the podcast is Hot Springs Village Inside Out. HSV for short. No, it doesn't stand. The H isn't for herpes, by the way. <laughs> Be careful when you name, when you do the short version. Yeah, it sound that way. Yeah, if you Google HSV, you get all kinds of yeah maladies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, and I got a co-host, so I go see, I go visit this place, and I'd kind of wanted to do a hyper local podcast. And by hyper local, I, I define that as the content is all about this place in central Arkansas and the surrounding areas. I immediately thought, well, you know, the population there, that'll be the kind of the natural audience. Okay. The thing blew up and it went nationwide and we started hearing immediately from people in Florida and New York and California who'd never even been to Arkansas, but they were looking for a place to kind of go retire. So I invite a co-host because there's a, a guy there who's, I mean, he's been there for years. He's an Arkansas guy. Uh, he knows the community. He's got a Rolodex to die for. I just dated myself. Uh, <laughs> and so I invite him to co-host. He's a real gregarious, outgoing guy. You guys know me. I'm not. Um, and so it was, it was kind of, it was a good yin yang and it was fueled by my curiosity because he was kind of the state resident expert. And so I would ask questions and ask questions. Well, then we started having on guests and that's great and wonderful. And we've had some terrific guests on that are really serving the audience, but I'm kind of real curious and wanting to hear what the guest has to say. And my co-host, he's always got stories to tell, you know, he, he's right there sharing the limelight with the guest. And this, this is a conversation I've had with him. So I don't mind being right. completely transparent and public about it. Drove me out of my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't what I want. This isn't what I had in mind. So what I did as the owner of the podcast, the beginner of the, and I, and I own it lock, stock and smoke and barrel. But I had a, the very first conversation I had with him was similar to the conversation you guys had and just kind of working out the ground rules. And I said, listen, I don't plan on monetizing this, but if we ever make a dollar, we're just going to go even Steven 50, 50, and I'm not putting it in writing and we're not going to do a legal document. We're not going to, but this is the understanding and, and that's what we've, we've done. And we have monetized it by the way. Um, I ended up backing out. I ended up just kind of removing myself. I was last on the show back in July and I just reappeared this past week for like one episode. Did, did he take over Randy? Did he take over the hosting duties and you produce or what? Yep. what is back yep. out? Mean? I, do, I do all the back. I do all. I do everything except show up and record. And it just drove me so crazy. And it still does mm. because I, I want the guests to shine yeah. and the audience doesn't seem to care. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, I'm just not going to be that stubborn about this. Yeah. Even though it's not quite the way I would do it. He's there. He knows these people. He's, he lives in this place full time. I don't, I'm in Dallas, Fort Worth. You know, I get over there as often as I can. Um, and so I just acquiesced because I felt like that was the best thing to do for the show even though it's not quite what I would, it's not how I would engineer it, but it's, it's fine. And so I decided recently that what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite people on that. I really want to hear from 
without him in the room, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. without him interfering, yeah. without him horning in and telling his stories. Right. Because I told him, I said, listen, if you want to tell your stories, it's fine. Let's just do it when it's just us. And we don't have this third person on the screen and try to overshadow them. So we had many, what Dave said, awkward conversations, which for me aren't, I mean, they're just necessary. Right. Uh, and we were just forthright and we were candid and, you know, we still love each other and it's, it's all, it's all good. But that was our, that was our solution. He's such an extrovert. He's such a limelight hog. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> he's just an attention whore, you know, I mean, yeah, but that probably made him good in the beginning, right? Because you're, you have a little more of an introverted personality. He oh, was my- more. Yeah. He was more extroverted. That was probably a key to the early success, right? No and question. then then as you started adding guests, that changed the guests changed the dynamic. Did did you consider Randy at any point maybe having a show where he it was just the two of you and then on the off show it was it was just a guest? You know, like flip flop though, so that he would get some time and the you could have a show where he could Yeah. Could I, listen, I considered just about everything. Yeah. But I finally concluded there's an Einstein quote. I don't know if he said it or not, but I use it very often in with coaching clients, you know, I mean, fish don't climb trees. Right. And it just dawned on me, you know, one of us is a fish. One of us is a squirrel. I don't know. Pick one. (laughs) I don't know which one I am, but I'm one of them. And he's definitely not that. Yeah. And so it just dawned on me, you know, it's, it's not fair for me to, try to get him to be what you know what i what might want him to be let him just i just turned him loose i just absolutely turned him loose i backed out we didn't get into it there was no spat uh it was it was all fine do the, all of those conversations go exactly the way they would go if I, if it were me conducting those no no not at all you know because i'm gonna ask questions and just keep the conversation moving forward yeah. Um, it's just not his style. It's not the way he rolls. So the solution was let him be him. I can talk to some people that I want to talk to. Um, my fear is I don't want the guests that where I'm not involved to s- read any signal about that. So the main reason I clicked join was to ask you guys for your mm. input on that. So he's got guests. Now, if I start having guests, and I'm not planning on matching him, by the way, one for one, but now it now I've got head trash that I'm I'm nervous that okay, if somebody's on the on the show and he's the he's the host and I'm not, do they think, well, okay, so Rand, Randy's too good to talk to me, uh, right? Yeah. Oh. Huh. That's a good question. Because I know on uh Pod news, whatever they're calling it now, weekly review, I think it is. Sometimes the one co-host will talk to somebody and other times the other co-host will talk to somebody. And I always just felt it was probably due to scheduling because it's hard to get three people together, especially if somebody's on the West Coast and somebody's on the East Coast and the other person's in Australia. It's like, oh, this is a nightmare. And it's and usually what they do well, that's it, a good out. Yeah. Is, I can use that. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is they will, it sounds like, at least on the show, and I don't know if they're doing this live, but it sounds like they play the interview. 
So they'll be like, hey, Sam, you talk to so-and-so from such-and-such about their new product. And Sam will be like, I did. And then you'll hear the interview. And at the end, they both then talk about the interview that Sam did. So that's that's their format. They'll be like, I really like the fact that they're doing this and that and that. Yeah, it was really good. It'll be fun to see what they do in the future. So they kind of do a little Jerry Springer, let's wrap up the interview. What did you learn from that kind of thing? It's uh, a good idea. It's just more work than I want to do. Yeah, it is it a is, lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah, because yeah, you're double, you're doing the interview yeah. and then you're yeah. recording a commentary to the interview. A couple guys I listen to do that same thing. And actually, Randy, I think it works out really, really well. I know it's it's extra work, but it gives you a chance to have a single interview where you control that interview and then still let the, let the guest or let the host, your additional host come in and make yeah. some comments about it. Right. They front load that interview so that the back end, if people just want to hear the interview, they can drop off, you know, they can drop off as soon as the interview is over. So again, that's, that's double work, right? You're recording yeah. the, the conversation, the interview, then you're recording commentary to the interview. I find it an effective format. But again, that's, that's, um, where are you guys at? I mean, from, a uh, DR was asking in the, in the question, are you still, are you still splitting the money? Is that working? Are you, oh, yeah. Oh, relationship man, yeah. Working? There's no, there's no, there's no problem with that. Well, listen, the sponsorship started, uh, not because we asked, but right. So uh, we were, we were, we had not launched this thing all that. I don't know how many shows we were into it and real estate people were getting phone calls. Um, I mean, the show was selling houses. There were people that were cashing out of their house in Florida or California or New mm. York, and they were moving to this place and they were telling their realtors that they heard our show. I have no idea how, you know, our SEO, our SEO got pretty good, pretty quick. And that fascinated me. I was like, you know, I mean, people are coming to visit this place and they've never even visited Arkansas before. Yeah. Um, this place is five hours from DFW. So there's a ton of Texans over there. And so the Remax office, which is the, the, she is the queen bee over there. Um, she wanted to, you know, sponsor the show. We talked to her and super smart, you know, we've only got, I've only got two sponsors. You know, I've got a media partner because they have a radio station there. Um, we're probably a week away. We're going to be on the radio station that's there on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. You know, my co-host has edited and, and he can play music on that because it's a radio station. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have an hour long HSV inside out radio show. Nice. That, that is just going to promote the podcast. So no, the money and every, every listen, That's everything right. is, everything is going swimmingly. And I just felt selfish. I felt like, okay, just because it's not my vision, here's what I likened it to. And Dave will appreciate this. I likened it to being in a garage and band that, you know, you're playing these songs and you've been living with these songs for, you know, for years. And then you go to Nashville and some record producer tells you, you know, here's his vision of you. Well, y'all been together playing for years. And that's what it felt like for me, even though I've never been in a band, but I can imagine, you know, we've been living with these songs and we've had this vision in our head. And I just, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to be closed minded to the fact that here's a guy that knows everybody. He can open every yeah. door. Um, and I'm just not going to throw cold water on that. Yeah. I'm just going to let him be him. 
and I'm going to swallow hard and not worry about it. Yeah. And, and DR says, so he, he does know why you, you backed out. It sounds like you had that conversation. Oh yeah. It was, it was oh, pretty. There's yeah. Absolutely. He knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, well, repeated conversation. Well, the, the head, the head, the thing going on in your head is real, right? This yeah. doubt, oh, sure. this, right. And I, and I think it's, this is the hardest part about doing this is there's no easy answer. You've and you can't just tell yourself, Oh, I need to be good with this. <laughs> That doesn't work. Like you, you, you've got to work through it emotionally, Absolutely. To, right? And it is your yeah. baby that now is being, and I think maybe this is the 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 crux of the issue. And Dave, I'll, I'll throw it to you on this one. It's your vision that's now something somebody else's vision that's going in a different direction. Yeah, right? that's that's rough on anything. When uh, when I went to college the first time, I I ended up being the editor of the student newsletter. And I took it from where we didn't have an office, we didn't have a computer, to we had an office, we had a computer and a staff. It was a lot of fun, and that was the problem. I was having too much fun being the editor of the student newsletter that my grades went down the drain. And I went, all right, I need to graduate. And so uh, one of the staff members took over, and the first thing he did was he changed the name of the newsletter. And I was like, that's my that's my baby. You just, you know, and then it's like, and we're not doing that anymore. We're doing, I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'm not here. Like, it's not a journalism degree, you know, I was like, but I just had to be like, all right. So it's, uh, it's tough to watch somebody else take your creation and just like, yeah, that's if, if that was me, it would. Okay. So well, I get that my situation is different than, than a person who asked you the question and, you know, not, I, I'm not sure. I know for sure, I know for sure I would have the conversation and I know for sure that I would go ahead and express my resentment because I would, I mean, yeah. what, what person yeah. that started as a host and you invite somebody and four months in, you know, they've got this expectation. That's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, dude. Yeah. But I yeah. get that that yeah. may not be easy for some folks. I, I'm not corrupt. I don't think it's any easy I'm not for corrupted. anybody. I'm not corrupted. Well, I'm not corrupted with that kind of head trash, Jim. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm like, listen, dude, we, I respect the job that you're doing and you can add something to this, but you know, don't, don't forget you were invited to this party. Yeah. Uh, a little respect. Well, that right. level of ingratitude I, I personally wouldn't take it, but right, that's me. Right. So everybody yeah. can do what they want. No, it's, it's the hard, I think it's the hardest part whenever you're thinking about adding a second person or you starting this as a team, the, these dynamics, this, you know, we, we saw this in bands before we saw it in podcasts, like the human uh, and the, the human part of this, the relational part of it, it's the hardest part by far. Well, you know, and, and you're doing the best thing, which is, talking out in the open, one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. We had a drummer that was buku talented. Um, and we're playing in a blues band, little swing here and there. And he's throwing in double bass parts. Like he's in Metallica, right? Completely inappropriate. And, um, you know, so the bass player's talking to the keyboard player, the singer's talking to me. And so we're all like thinking about, we should probably fire this guy. And I go, why don't we like, let him know, like, Hey, don't do that. So, you know, we're in the backstage area, better known as the bathroom. And we're like, hey, Larry, enough with the double bass. Like, you're in a blues band. Like, oh, and he's like, oh, okay. Come out. Best gig ever. Best gig ever. Awesome. And then the band fired him. And I was like, no, he's dead. <laughs> so if you, you know, you guys are already talking out front. And, you know, that's the fun thing. It's like when you say, hey, can you kind of, 
you know, if we go back to the Ross on uh, Friends, can we kind of bring down the stories a little bit? And he doesn't. That's where things get awkward. That's oh, we way. talked. We, uh, you know, I we had countless sessions on how how we could improve. How can we improve the show? And I was very candid, and I said, "Well, here here was my here was my vision and my curiosity about the place is what fueled it. This is a, a this is twenty six thousand acres in central Arkansas. That's like in the middle of the Washtenaw National Forest. It's to die for. It's gorgeous, but it is not a municipality. It is a property owners association." Well, as a guy that works with city government, I had all kinds of questions. I'm like, well, I don't even understand the way this place operates. You know, the place is 52 years old. And I had a ton of questions just about all kinds of questions that an outsider would normally have. And so he went from being the resident expert co-host, but at the same time, he was the resident expert. I was the guy asking the questions. And then we started having on guests. And that's where the dynamic changed. And immediately I'm like, if you want to tell stories, I'm all about it, but let's save those when it's just you and me. Yeah. We don't have a guest. And I kept pushing water up that hill. I'm <laughs> trying to get it yeah. to stick. Bless yeah. his heart. He just couldn't, it just wasn't in him to do it. And so I thought, you know, this is, I'm probably being stupid here. I, I probably need to just let him run. Well, the other thing is um, you could always edit out the stories if you want yeah well you know me i like this broadcast workflow that i got going so (laughs) i'm not big i'm not big on that i appreciate your time i've hogged enough airtime no randy hold on i got i got one before you go i got one i got one question for you if you were working with a ceo Mm -hmm. who was the was a founder and had brought on the business was successful and had brought on a board or had hired some hired a COO and a CFO and they were trying to now run maybe CEO, COO would probably be the best example. Now running the company, unlike the founder wanted to, and it was running into this same kind of headway. What kind of advice would you give? I mean, this is your, this is kind of your bread and butter in your space. What kind of advice would you give that CEO or that founder? In Well, I mean, there the dynamics a little bit different. I mean, first of all, what are the results? You know, I mean, if, if the company's success is, has, we'll say they're having great success. Yeah. If they're, I mean, if they're having great success, that, that complicates it. But at the same time, you still have a hierarchy. I mean, there still is the respect factor. Yeah. The, the questioner of, for Dave, that was, that was what hit me. My co host and I, there is absolutely zero loss of respect. Mm. And, I just thought I'm not going to continue to fuel my resentment. I'm going to just go ahead and unplug my resentment, tell him what I'm doing, tell him why I'm doing it. You know, in your scenario, I can just tell you right now, I wouldn't put up with it. Yeah. I wouldn't put up with some cat that, you know, it's gotta be all about him. I would, we've got to, we've got to figure out a way to make this collaboration work. I respect your skills. I appreciate what you do. You're, you're having outstanding results and I want to support that. But at the same time, you owe my position, if not me personally, a little greater respect and a bit more grace than you're extending. Yeah. Don't make this all about you because there's a whole lot more of us in this room that are contributing to this effort. It ain't just you. That'd probably be the conversation I would have if yeah. I were sitting in the number one chair. So Yeah. yeah. No, I just thought I'd spin that a little bit into yeah, yeah. your get, take advantage of your experience in that. It's not, it's different, right? 
Oh, very. From a podcast to running a company, certainly the 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 odds could be much greater um, on both sides. But but I thought I'd le- leaning into that experience with you, see how you what, what well, kind of but the, you there you can't. The elephant in the room with all of this still though is, I mean, ownership does matter. This is yeah. Dave's show. You know that. You respect that. Yeah. This podcast in Hot Springs Village is my show. Yeah. He knows that. I don't play that card any more than Dave plays that card here. He doesn't have to, I don't have to. And I guess that for me, the big takeaway for anybody, because this is relatively new for me. I, I, I didn't have a co I didn't have a co-host years and years and years and years until 2021. So Dave's you both are infinitely more, you know, acclimated to this than me. But I did exactly what I'd heard you guys say over and over again. You know, have the conversation at the get-go, right from the start. Yeah. I would only add to that, keep reinforcing that conversation. Yeah. I mean, keep reinforcing. It's no different than employees in a team. We got to keep. We go out to the field and we knock it. We knock it dead and we kill it. Well, we got another game next week. We better keep on preaching the same sermon and keep <laughs> reinforcing it. I don't think you got to be heavy-handed about it. But the expectations have constantly, I think, have to be managed. Yeah, because there's so much, there's so many moving parts that can come in and can contaminate, you know, the um, chemistry, you know, of yeah. the show. And you know, it's I'm I'm just worried that somewhere down the line, you're going to be, you know putting together an episode or whatever, and he's going to go into a story, and you're just going to be like, ah, oh, you know, and you're just. Good night now. I uh, I was listening to the guest and he came in talking about the time when the you know yeah. 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 Well, and that's why that's why that's why I backed out. Right. My plan now is because most of the most of the conversations that now listen we are plugged in to the the governing folks over there. All right. So the 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 staffers and the general manager and the property owners association board of directors I mean, we've got great access to them, thanks to somebody that fell in love with the show who was the who was at the time the interim general manager. And I'd love to be in some of those conversations, but I just don't know that I can. My yeah. problem is I'm outside. He's there. Yeah. He he frankly, he's got better questions to ask than I would ask. Yeah. So I'm gonna head into what in journalism circles would be called feature kind of stuff. Mm. Right. I mean, I'm interested in the stories of people. Yeah. You know, you got a couple moving in from Chicago and they're going to buy one of the flea markets that's outside the gates. And it's like, wait a minute, what, you know, I mean, I want to hear that story. Well, and so I'm going to go in that direction. Yeah. Do you got time to answer? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Cause DR has got another great question. She's uh, how do you reinforce that conversation without looking like an a-hole? Be willing to look like an a-hole. <laughs> Don't worry about looking like an a-hole. Just be a good human. Yeah. You know, would be my best advice. I mean, you know, don't treat them the way you want to be treated. You know, you can be respectful, but you can still be pointed. I think that's the, the key there is respect. I was in a uh, networking thing uh, this week. It was really cool. It was just basically it was by Jason Van Orden. So for those of you that remember Internet Business Mastery, he was one of the guys behind that. And you basically hopped on Zoom. There's a bunch of us, like three pages of Zoom, like have to, you know, you have to go to the next page and the next page. And then he broke us into small uh, groups. And so somebody said, how do you get on a, 
a podcast as a guest. And I gave my example, go listen to the show, blah, blah, blah. And this guy's like, hey, Dave, um, is it okay if I disagree with you? I said, I would love you to disagree with me. I said, because that means I might actually learn something. And so he's a big fan of spray and pray and explain how it was working for him. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. And, and we got done and I go, see kids, it's called a dialogue. Like I'm not trying to cancel him. He's not trying to cancel me. He has a, an opinion. So do I, I'll either, you know, I, I respect it enough to hear it and he respected enough to hear mine. And at the end you kind of go, yeah, all right, that guy's an idiot or not, you know, depending on, you know, how you feel about it. But uh, yeah, I think that's the key. Don't start, when you start judging the other person and calling names, that's when you're, you've lost respect and things are well, going down out quickly. When it has to be zero sum, <laughs> that's mm. when we get in the, right. That's when we get in the, it's gotta be all me or all you. And if it's all you, I'm taking, you know, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Right. When it, when we, when we approach it that way and, and Randy, I think in this situation, you've got some, it sounds like you've got some other opportunities to try some things that may be, break down the mold of it always has to be him or it always has to be me or we always have to be together or where you could maybe do some things where like, yeah, you know what? I'll do, I'll handle all the interviews, you know, let me, let me do, or let me do the interviews that I want to do and we'll add them into the, I'm not saying this is what you're going to do, right. but I, it just gives you some kind of gives you some options and you can, let's try this for a while. I'll tell you what, maybe it goes back to the, what we were talking about earlier of setting expectations and putting time limits on them and saying, Hey, we're going to do this for six months. Let's just see how this goes, right? And if both of us, if one of us hates it, we'll readjust. If it works, we'll keep going, right? And so I think the other mistake a lot of folks make is not putting the specified time limit or either like we're going to do this for 15 episodes or we're going to do this for six weeks to, so that there's a, come, there's a time to come back together. And, and say, if, okay, did this work? It's also time for the audience to chime in too. Um, but no. <laughs> you, you talked about setting expectations. Uh, Chris Nessie says one of the shows I co-hosted with two other people lost one of the co-hosts because there was a conflict about getting that person to be more involved in the show prep and the promotion and things like that. And that's another part of it is especially if somebody gets pregnant, forget it. it it's over. You know, now uh, Chris says now it's just me and my other co-host because you have to be not only does the co-host have to be willing to record every Thursday at 730 or whatever your schedule is, but so do, so do their family. And that's the other thing that I think a lot of people don't think about is all of a sudden when you hear, wait, what, you're going to podcast again? Like it's Thursday at 730. I got to go, you know, and then that's, yeah, that's another. That's you guys started the show talking about, you know, Jim understood his role as a co-host of kind of being the color guy. Yeah. Right. And Dave is, is clearly the leader. I mean, it was, it was not lost on me, you know, Jim not wanting to open the show. And those are things that they seem small, yeah. but if you're going to start with a co-host, my, I mean, one of my best, just get that all out up front. I handle all of the web work. I handle all of the, I handle all of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. He doesn't do a lick of that. And I don't want him to. It's fine. So there's never going to be resentment. Well, I'm doing a whole lot more. You know, we don't have that. So there's mutual respect. And I would say if there's not mutual respect, you might as well just go ahead and park company because <laughs> good luck. That ship's going to sink and you can either choose to go down with it or bail out. That's it. 
All I'm right. out of here, boys. All, All right, Randy. Always great talking to yep. you. All right. See you. Thanks. Take care. Have a good Saturday. He's got uh, leaning towards wisdom and I want to say grow, grow great. great. Yeah. Yep. Grow uh, great. Coach Dave says uh, this show, Ask the Podcast Coach, uh, sets the bar for good chemistry for me. Hard to reverse engineer that recipe. It just works. It it works. Um, I wonder if Dave and Jim have offline work going on. You know, we don't really. We have a Slack channel um, that we occasionally drop something in, but uh, that's I, more operational though than it is. Hey, yeah. yeah, here's a link, or I'm going to be late, or I can't make it this week, or hey, something's going on with me, whatever. Right? It's yeah. not. But no, we don't spend a lot of time together off of. I think in a weird way, we time. save it for the show. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like oh, we can talk about that on because we've done that before. It'd be like. Oh, I've got a thing about the, you know, and you'd be like, all right, well, good. We can talk about that. And it's like, cause uh, the second time you do a conversation, it's not as, no. Yeah. It's never as good I, for us, for us. I think it's never as good. You're better at it than I am. I think if I've told you already and then I go say it again, I'd rush through it. It's not, I don't, I leave out details. I'm not very good at that, but our pre-show prep is really actually just in the first 15 minutes we get, we jump on, Hey, how you doing? How's your week? How are things going? You throw out a couple, hey, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Awesome. I get that in my mind. And then like, hey, I've got this. We could use this. Con- I've got this content. You know, yeah. I, knew, I bought a new desk chair this week. Three years of sitting in this because I bought it at the beginning of COVID. I've just <laughs> ruined it, right? That's not what we're going to talk about. But I'll say things like that. Hey, I got this new thing. Yeah. Trying that out. You keep it in the back of your mind. I think that's why, I think that's why it works maybe is because we don't spend a ton of time during the week doing this and then maybe also this is i've told you this this is your baby like you can do whatever you want with it if you wanted to say hey i'm going in a different direction maybe i shouldn't say this because it opens the door (laughs) (laughs) forget let me just retract that (laughs) yeah the only direction i would go would be like uh yeah we're done thank you good night you know show 500 see you goodbye we're you know we're out of here um yeah but But no audience plays into the our engagement in this yeah if you guys disappeared on a Saturday morning and all, it was like three or one or zero, at some point, we, Dave, you and I would have that conversation like, okay, we're talking to nobody unless you said, okay, the downloads are getting, yeah, I don't know. Do you think there's a, well, let's have this conversation. Yeah. Do you think there's a minimum number of downloads that you would, you would consider still an ROI for a show like this? So for what we're doing for this show, Ask the Podcast Coach, do you, do you have a minimum in your mind? Um, see, this is fun because I don't do it for the downloads. I do it for the awesome supporters. Um, that, that, if that went under okay. a certain number, I'd have to think about that. I'd be like, yeah, I want to sleep in on Saturday. I love that because you're, what you're saying is like we could get 50 downloads, but if the, if the support, the financial support was still there for yeah. it. Why, why the, the, the download numbers don't matter at that point. You're looking for a financial, you have a financial goal in mind. Yeah. I mean, well, number one, it's fun. I like hanging out with you. So it doesn't have to be a huge amount of, of number, uh, uh, for that. But the, the one thing that was very scary in 2022 is I was on the road, I was traveling and I, I probably could have done the show cause I got back like late Friday night or something like that. Um, but I slept in on a Saturday and I woke up and I was like, oh, I remember. The, ooh, that was not, oh, because I don't get to sleep in. I work Monday through Friday. Saturday, I wake up for this. Sunday, I wake up for church. And I was like, I haven't slept in, in since 1988 <laughs> or something like that. Um, but 
on the other so but then it was like you know when i get that email from patreon it's like hey you have this much support this month i'm like well, all right I'll, I'll, I'll keep waking up on saturday uh, yeah and i'll be honest i don't even know what that number is like i, I don't, don't either I, I i well no no you're like your patreon number, oh the the what you're making today sorry i, I switched yeah. gears on you a little bit there um what you're making today i don't ask i don't want to know i mean i guess i could go out and look to see how many yeah, i'm gonna say i think it's on the page yeah yeah, I could. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. For me, this is for me. It would ruin it a little bit. Like I, I love. I feel free to come and do what I do, and I don't have to worry about the production or the edits or how the system works or where it gets hosted or any of those kinds of things. You get to hang out with you for you know ninety. Well, let's say a hundred minutes on the weekend. That's a lot. That's more than almost anybody else on the planet gets with you. That kind of dedicated time, and I, I like it. The, I don't want to know. Well, the other thing I wanted to ask is because this show is value for value enabled. Um, if we wanted to, we could give you a split of the massive amounts of crypto that are coming. No, you don't want that either. All right. No, the answer is, yeah. It, 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 no, no, I'm glad that you check. Like, and okay. I'm really glad you ask, right? That to me, that shows an enormous amount of respect that you're like, hey, and you keep asking. And, yeah. and if I said, you know what? It's probably time, you know, and I think you'd be okay with that because you've offered before and I've been the one who's been like, nah, don't worry about it. You keep it. Let's, yeah. inc let's improve the program. Let's do what it takes for you. I mean, your full-time gig and my full-time gig are completely different. And I just, I feel more comfortable not getting it right now. Now, if, if you made a million bucks, oh, great. Yeah. Somebody just, gosh darn it, somebody... <laughs> <laughs> you stop doing no, i shouldn't say stop doing that keep doing that yeah. keep doing that for dave but but um i want i want you to have what you need to be able to continue um and nuno thank you for that yes for that thank support. you um i want you to have what you need to be able to do to feel like you can continue to invest in what you're doing especially around this show yeah the um it, it's fun i enjoy it and yeah, I well, kind of like Randy, right? If, if there comes a point where you're like, you know, there's one thing to have, you know, something that's kind of a, abrasive in a way, you're like, ah, this isn't really the way I wanted. And then there are paper cuts that you're like, eh, you know what? That's really bugging me. I know it's a little thing, but it bugs me a lot. Yeah. And that's, it's hard. I, I would not want to, I'm glad paper cuts heal because if they didn't, oh my God, I'd be going crazy, you know? So so, yeah, so the bottom line is we kind of wrap up this, you know, I knew it was going to be a good subject with, yeah, with co-hosts. We've learned here, um, check with, you know, when you pick a co-host, check with their family. Not only can they, you know, show up on whatever schedule it is, so figure out what schedule is going to work for everybody, and then put it on the schedule. Um, I know it's not that way now. Um, Podcasters Roundtable is kind of coming back, but for yeah. the longest time, Podcasters Roundtable was every two weeks at seven thirty on Thursday. And so I just knew it was on my calendar. And so that helps if you can just say, Hey, we're going to record and whatever the schedule is for X amount of time as well, because that's another one where you go in to record a 30 minute podcast and you come out three hours later and your significant other is like, I thought that was going to be a half hour. And you're like, yeah, okay. Uh, so set the schedule, figure out like Randy was talking about, he's the back end guy, you know, who's going to be the promotion person. Who's going to be the editor. Who's, you know, who owns it? I had a thing this week. It's weird where uh, one half of the team owns the RSS feed in the Libsyn account and the other half 
owns the website. And so the person that uh, was, um, that had the Libsyn feed was like, hey, how do I stop the show from going to the website? Because he had some sort of plugin that was reading the feed. I go, yeah, you'd have to change your feed. And if you do that, you lose your audience. And it was just, I was like, oh, here we go again, man. Ernie and Bert aren't getting along. It's like, so, and, and of course you can set up expectations and then, you know, life happens. You know, you could have the perfect schedule and the perfect time and then a baby comes along and they're like, okay, I can't do Thursdays anymore. And I can only do, you know, one a month, not four a month. And then you got to go, all right, that's why we say, not only do you set your expectations, but think about like what happens if somebody wants to quit. Like in Randy's case, if Randy quit, does he lose his 50-50 part of the money? That's a that's an interesting question. Um, so just think about all the worst case scenarios. And that's when you're like, but I've known, you know, Skippy since kindergarten. We're like, we're not going to do, I'm like, ah, I'm here to tell you. So, and even, even with, you know, uh, the, the guys with the website and the feed, they might have agreed on something and somebody's just like, yeah, I'm not going to honor that. So it's, it's tricky, but the more you can do up front, the, the better. So uh, I do want to put something in the chat room. Um, I am rebranding the podcast rodeo show because the name only makes sense when you go, you know, I grab a random podcast and see how long you can hang on. So it's horrible for SEO. It It's hard to find in podcast apps. And so I have a, a bunch of domains. So I looked at the ones that I had that would be a decent fix. So one is improve my podcast, make your podcast better. I help podcasters, podcaster first impression and podcast polish which somebody pointed out that it looks like podcast Polish. And I was like, oh, hmm. And I was like, so maybe that's not, I had podcast whisperer. I own that domain, but there's a guy that does a show. Here's a fun one. There's a guy that does a show called podcast whisperer and he hasn't done an episode in about a year and a half. And so I went to his RSS feed. Cause of course he didn't have a website, emailed the, uh, you know, the email in the feed said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking of doing this you know, wanted to, can I get your blessing? Are you done with your show? And if you are done with your show, can I buy your feed? You know, cause you got people there and nothing, zero. So I'm, I'm still kind of, but the other thing is I thought about that name. That name makes now, makes sense now because of the dog whisperer, right? That's, I think where there was the ghost whisperer with, uh, uh, Jay Moore and Jennifer Love Hewitt. That was a TV show that nobody watched. Um, so the whole whisper thing, but I was like, eh, I'm not sure everybody gets the whisperer. Like if you're not familiar with, uh, and I think the dog whisperer got in trouble for being a jerk of some sort, but he, there, there were rumors that he wasn't a, a great guy. So I, I took that one off the list. But if, if you have another name that you're like, no, you should call it this. I should do that. And I'm also renaming, um, leading the bleeding. Another one that makes sense. Uh, and and here's so I thought about this. Both those shows were not supposed to be real shows. Leading the bleeding was like I want to do this until I figured out how to do crypto, and that took one episode. And so I'm kind of bringing it back, and I gave it a little wider name so I could expand out of that. Um, Chris Nessie asked a question: Does Libsyn still have a link for a listener survey? I would have to dig it up. The answer is yes. It's a really short survey, but the thing that always makes me scratch my head on this is all the only person that can get your answers is Rob Walsh, who will then share them with you. 
And I was like, why is Rob in the middle of that mix? It should be, yeah. you know, and it's, that was just a demographic thing. That was like, you know, age, sex, uh, income, favorite beetle. I, I don't know what else was on the survey, but it was really quick. <laughs> it was, it was much more for advertising than, than anything. Um, Dan's but, asking, Dan's asking, are you going to change the format with this name change? Yeah, I, uh, I, and actually I was talking from Mark from podcastbranding.co because that's half the reason I haven't changed the name. I love the artwork and uh, what it's going to be, because there are times, especially on the early shows, man, I sounded like such a jerk. I really, it was just because the whole thing and my whole thing was like, that's oh, my first impression. I'm like, well, you know, you can give feedback without you know, being mean about it. And he yeah. said, has this ever brought you any clients? And I go, no, I said, it brought me one to the podcast review show. And that's when I actually thought about like, maybe I just need to shut this down, you know? Uh, but no, it's going to be the same thing. The only difference is it will be a first impression after about 20 seconds. Like I'll listen to it. I'll take some notes. I thought about doing a like, like listen to the whole episode and then say, here's what I like, but that's the podcast review show. This whole thing is first impression. So it's just going to be a slightly kinder, gentler. Um, if you listen to the last episode, um, we had the guy on last week, he came on and wanted some exposure for a show for uh signal something. I forget the name of it. Uh, and that show was not my favorite. And so, I just was like, okay, well, you know, this was confusing. I didn't understand this. Uh, this didn't make me want to listen to anything, but I appreciate the fact that you did this and this. So I always try to, to do, uh, and, and if you're, you know, in a relationship with anyone, it's always good to start off with it. You know, you are so handsome and awesome and, you know, you provide for my family, but, uh, you're really horrible at taking out the trash. There's always a butt in there somewhere. And then you, you learn to listen for the butt because you do realize that's where you like, <laughs> so it's like, oh, so that just negates everything you said nice about me. But uh, that would uh, it work. So, yeah, it's I kind of enjoy it in a weird kind of way. If I'm in the right mood and it's a short show, it's not really long. And, you know, I've got it now. But what I what I'm not probably going to do is do it as a video. I added that and I was like, wait, this show's supposed to not take any time. And yeah. you just added video. I don't know. Jim, you look like you're and in deep thought. I do like well, a couple thoughts of mine and then some stuff in the chat as well. Any, any thoughts to leaving it podcast radio show colon, how to improve your podcast. That's so in a, other words, you, you keep the branding, but, but maybe put an explanation in there. Have you thought, have you thought about that? That might, I, I forget what the actual name is. Cause I put a tagline on it. Um, Cause I was like this, nobody knows what it is. And oh, I, how, how to improve your podcast competes with school of podcasting, by the way. Right. Same kind of, right. I mean, yeah. Sort of right. Even yeah. improve my podcast, which is one of your options is a little bit of a competition well, for your, what's the difference between the two. Yeah. The difference between the two is yeah. The podcast rodeo show colon reviews and first impressions of your podcast. So that's the title, which it kind of does explain what it is. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just, I just know when you search for the, A, I, I need to go, I guess, into Apple or go into Google and search for like podcast reviews, um, and see if I come up. But, uh, yeah, well, Kyle is saying, you know, you could, you could brand it based on the school of podcasting by calling it 
podcast study hall. I like that idea. Or podcaster's detention. I would not recommend you go negative, negative on yeah. the title, right? Uh, keep keep it positive. Or you could you could get some element of mentoring in there. You could get you know, I, although that doesn't because you're really just you're you're really just listening and giving some advice. You know, um, yeah. It's tough because you've you've branded it on a expectation like how long can I hold on? I mean that was yeah. that was the original which may or may not be a lot of people may go oh boy that's that doesn't feel good you know yeah it was well, it is that's kind of a negative connotation that hey there's a really good chance this is gonna suck yeah, yeah. and that's because yeah. well there's a really good chance it's gonna suck um not as bad as it was when i started that show probably i don't know four years ago maybe longer there were a lot of, of really bad shows um, well, what's the intent? Is the intent to actually help someone? I'm not. I'm not yeah. judging. By the way, I'm not judging your motives in this. So don't take it that way. But it's going to sound like it for just a second. Yeah. Was it to? Was it for that? Was it? Did it come out of an honest? Like I really want to listen to people's podcasts and then give some advice. Or did it come out of the, the 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 train wreck? Like let's get the entertainment side of things. Let's listen to a few podcasts and see how much of a train wreck they are. Because, you know, people love dirty laundry, right? Oh, yeah. They love it. And so what would what do you think when you think of, honestly, when you think of this, what was your intent? Maybe it's a little bit of both. I don't know. But what do you think? Well, originally, the thing that surprised me is I didn't think I would find shows that were like just like needs a lot of work. See, yeah. now the old me would say horrible. Yes. Now I say they need a lot of work. I like it. So, I like it. or uh, could you could improve in some could improve. We all can. Yeah. And we and, all can. And everybody's kind of chiming in on this. And this is what Mark said. He said, uh, you know, people that know you get the show. He goes, it's the problem is the people that don't know you, yeah. if they think you're a jerk, they're not going to join the school of podcasting. They're like, that guy's a jerk. So that's why I'm trying to do a more kindler, gentler, keep the theme. You know, Randy says the suckiness is fun. It is. Um, you know, uh, love that if it's bad. Um, he says it's bad. Many won't do that. And that's when I originally did the show. It, I did it to test the show, to test the media host Pinecast, right. which was years ago. Did it for a month and I went to stop. And like people on Facebook came out of, no, you have to keep going with this because you're the only people, you're the only person that's saying what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But the question is, is it bringing me any leads? And there are a couple of things I've thought about maybe turning it into some sort of club. Like when you join the club, I'll review your show. It'll be public. And then you stay in the club kind of like this with the awesome supporters. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then those people can chime in. I've, I've thrown that idea out a few times and I've had people go, so I have to listen to more podcasts. And I'm like, <laughs> I already got enough. And I was like, mm, okay. So, well, Dan's got a good idea too. Is there a reason not to merge it in the school podcasting feed? For example, there's already multiple um, format videos uh, of this YouTube feed and uh, thinking like you could have a podcast rodeo extra, uh, mm. the, the, the whiskey guys that I listen to, they do, they have a regular show that's two hours long and then they do an extra extra that's 35 minutes long two totally different shows in the same feed. Not everybody's for that, but gives a, yeah. gives a, the listener the choice. Do I want to listen to this or not? I think the cigar authority guys do 
that as well. Their after show goes into the same, I think goes into the same feed. Um, or putting it on the end of School of Podcasting as because it's supposed to be quick and you right. could you could just tag it onto the and have a a podcast rodeo segment that you do that ends up at the end of uh, and you could say at the beginning of the show, hey, we're going to do a, a rodeo segment today. At the Make end sure of it. Stay till the end. That's, you know, a way to idea. get people to maybe listen to school podcasting. Yeah. Um, some, Dan, some good good. good Uncle ideas. Marv has an idea. Why not keep the name but make it a private podcast for people that you know? Oh, yeah. That's an interesting, because here's the thing. I need, to, I need a show to play with Apple subscriptions. I don't have any. I've never played with that system. Oh, yeah. And that just got introduced into uh, Libsyn. Like you can now submit your show to Apple subscriptions from within Libsyn. And I was like, ah, I got to find something to play with here. Um, <laughs> Kyle says the, the school of podcasting 4-H club. Um, you know, uh, I've seen, I've had a lot of people say this. I've honestly learned a lot of how not to do a show on the rodeo show. And I'm like, yeah. that's, yeah. that's true. Uh, and Randy has a great question. What do I want to do? Um, I want it to bring me leads. I want it to bring me consulting. Um, and so that's where I didn't realize the tagline was already there. The tagline does make it pretty obvious what the show's about. So maybe I won't change it. And maybe I'll just be a kinder, gentler Dave and be a little more, um, try not to be so mean, but it's, it's, and I usually explain like the one guy on the last show, he just had the mic really, really close. And so every time he breathed, you could hear his, you know, and I was like, dude, you sound like, you know, uh, Darth Vader's cousin, you know, so there's an easy way to fix that. Just back off the mic, turn down the compression, you know, um, that whole nine yards. Um, uh, Daniel says, I've started hating when feeds combine two different shows. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that in the same feed. I switched to those streaming and then download only. Yeah. I, I like the idea of maybe a sneak peek. I, I might make um, a promo. Like if I do a rodeo, like if I do an episode, make a quick 15 second clip and then on the school of podcasting and say, Hey, this is here. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, kinder. So the, the difference is uh, what's the difference between, you know, the old and the new is, wow, that's really horrible to, okay, that needs some improvement. That's that's the difference. Now, everybody knows it's kind of like when I say that needs improvement, everybody goes, oh, it's horrible. Okay. In the same way that if I say, well, the person said the N word, you just said, you just heard the N word in your head. So it's it's that kind of not the boy. I, you know what? Maybe not a good example. I don't want to bring race into this discussion, but um, yeah, uh, let's see. Nuno says the main reason for listening to the podcast rodeo show is that you're not my mom exactly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, not everybody can take that though. A lot of interesting ideas <laughs> you know? though. Yeah. yeah, well, and some people can. I did have. I almost quit the show because I had one person that just came at me and said, "You're mean and nasty, and you know you've discouraged me." And as a teacher, the last thing I want to do is discourage somebody. Right. Right. And so I was like, ah, yeah. Eesh, yeah. So a good a good self aware moment of like, okay, what am I? I love this conversation, by the way, and I think. Lots of podcasters need to have it about their own show. If like, first of all, what am I trying to do? I mean, I right. spent all last year with Home Gadget Geeks thinking about this. What am I trying to do? And am I doing what I'm trying to do? Or has it, because sometimes 
you start these things and they take on a life of their own. And then for various reasons, they morph and become something different. And you have to ask the question, am I still doing what I intended to start with? Mm. And if you're not, well, okay, let's see if we can rein that back in, maybe get back to a point where we just don't, you know, I, I think with home gadget geeks, I got a little too concerned about some things that I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be as concerned about that just to be honest. And you got to do some mental things here in the melon to change some stuff around, get the noodle all straightened out and then go, okay, this is why I'm doing these things. And, well, and that takes some effort, right? That takes some work and maybe a little coaching, right? You might need someone who you, who you respect to say, Hey, I'm doing this. Can you hold me accountable to this? <laughs> yeah. And that's what a coach, that's what a coach does. Right? Well, Nuno says I've had two reviews from Dave and only valid opinions. You just need to know that not everyone is going to think it's fabulous. And that's, yeah. That's the key. Randy says, you know, some people need to be discouraged. <laughs> so um, it is, it's a tough balancing act. True. That's, that's True. the fun thing um, about it. It is interesting to see, um, you know, we were talking with Randy about how, you know, hearing another opinion, there was a uh, question on Reddit this morning about uh, theme music. And the guy's like, where do I find theme music? Do I need uh, theme music, etc., and uh, man, people were ready to die on that hill like nobody's business. Um, you know, like no, you need theme music. You absolutely has to be it, and blah blah blah. Uh, and um, I was like, well, I've never seen this over theme music. Like, to me, I'm like, you know, we've both kind of said, you know, theme music's kind of fun. It sets the mood, etc. Uh, but these people were like. No, you you can't launch without theme music. And I was like, Mark Marin used uh, ACDC's Livewire on the very like the first five episodes until I think finally somebody said, uh, "Mark, um, that's illegal," and and then he quit. Yeah, and then <laughs> Nuno says, "Thanks to me, uh, I can only hear music for the sake of nothing when I hear theme music." I had somebody hired me to uh, to do that. They gave me a promo. The promo is like four minutes long and parts of it are really good, but the first 30 seconds are, um, I, I can only say it, it sounds like it's from some sort of new age-ish kind of like, ah, <laughs> it's 30 seconds. And I'm like, is somebody going to start talking soon? I'm like, this is a promo. And I said, is this from a video? Cause it really sounded like they'd had like panning, you know, widescapes of, you know, mountains and stuff. And they're like, no. So music is that is such a, um, such a lightning rod mm. in the, in the industry of doing it, not doing it. You know, I think for a lot of folks, they grew up listening to talk radio, which always had bumper music. Right. Mm. And they want to recreate that same kind of radio feel to it. Um, I, I think a lot of podcasting is based on the way we've, that radio did things in the past and not all of it, not all of it, but some of it. And I, and I love this conversation that we're having around, you know, taking your rodeo show and thinking about it in different ways. And I think we still have some, um, I think we still have some genres to invent using this podcast medium that didn't necessarily exist before. Um, and you know, the, listen, the interview format's been done. Right. So the solo format has been done. Um, I'm not saying I have any ideas. I'm just thinking we've got all this technology. <laughs> could we do something different with it? Could we, could we think about other ways 
to do it that necessarily aren't the same ways we've been doing it all the time. And who's, who's doing that? Who's out there creating unique? It's very dangerous. It's very risky because you're going to try something new and not everybody's going to like it. You might even have some folks who say, um, you know, oh, now that's not podcasting because podcasting is this, Yeah, you know, whatever, even though those are the same people that say you can do anything you want as long as it conforms to what I think podcasting is, right? Have any color t- uh, model T that you want as long as it's black. <laughs> so you, you, I think there's still some, I, there's still some formats out there that we haven't even begun to, ex- begun, began to explore uh, and I'd love to see some folks take some, you know, take some risks on it and see see what pops out. I think it's begunned, a begunned to do it. <laughs> begunning. Yeah. It's begunning. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up because this morning as I was kind of thinking about this show, I was like, okay, we're two weeks into 2023. It seems like, at least if you read, if you read the papers, uh, it sounds like everybody's kind of in a wait and see. Like we're all worried about this recession that's coming on. So nobody's doing this and things are backing off and people are being laid back. And I'm like, I wonder what to expect in 2023. I will say this. If you have the bright idea of, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have chat GBT write an episode and then I'll have a fake voice read it. That's been done already. <laughs> that's been done. So if it's yeah. the whole like, and the cool thing about this is that none of it is done by a human. Yeah, first of all, those usually suck. Those don't need work. Those suck. They suck bad. They're awful. Um, now, they could be better now with chat, but I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, well, I, I put, how do you how do I find this in, in, in chat GPT? I put in, how do I find a good co-host for my podcast? Episodes? Ah, and? And it gave me seven points, right? Look for someone with complementary skills. Consider your audience. Look for someone with a similar style or tone. Look for someone who is reliable and committed. Network and uh, and look online. Consider a guest host. Test the waters. That's all actually really. Now that's just the headings. It's right. got a few, it's got a few little things in there. Um, that's good advice. It is. Yeah. It, by the way, created by humans. Like if we think the, com- I mean, this is where the like they're just scraping the web and then putting this together in ways that makes it's just an advanced Google search, guys. It's really all it is for the most part. Here's the thing it, that I you know, I thought about this. Uh, during the week, I thought, you know, this is one thing that has me worried, though. With Google, or for those of us in the know, Google, uh, you know, um, I like the French pronunciation. French, that's the French. <laughs> is that uh, eventually people are going to go, well, I asked ChatGPT and it said this. You get kind of one answer where Google's like, well, here's some things you can check and you decide. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. when Microsoft invests ten million into it, which I hear they did, I'm like, eh, I get worried about you know, Big Brother's going to give you the answer that it wants you to hear, not the best answer. And I'm like, mm, that could be uh, spooky. Um, it, well, it, boy, we haven't even thought about the ethics behind thinking about an AI with an agenda, right? I mean, that is so now. I mean, obviously, on Google, when you do a Google search, there are people paying for their for their, uh, you know, the, the search results to be influenced by them as opposed to what naturally is supposed to be there, right? This is, this is the thing I think sometimes we think, oh, yeah, this is all, you know, this is all natural and whatever. But what if you took chat GPT and began to train it with a bias based on what people are paying for? Mm. Okay, that's what's coming next. 
Oh yeah. That's the next thing that's, if we think, oh yeah, this is all pure, whatever, blah, blah. No, no, we're, we're, we're talking about paying big money to be able to influence these kinds of AI results. So it brings back when I'm like, Hey, what's the best? I just had a, uh, my guest host on home gadget geeks or guest on it was uh, a guy from uh, channels DVR and they make a DVR mm. uh, type software. And if I t- went into chat GPT and said, what are the best DVR, you know, um, yeah. solutions for me that are out there? You better believe people will pay to be at the top of that list. Right. Here's what I found. Oh, and so will Siri. Who's <laughs> spying on me while we're talking. I didn't even move my wrist. Yeah. See, Siri was just jealous that I was talking about chat GPT. Yeah. So that's that, that day is coming. And Dan says, don't people do this with Google now anyway? That's true. I think it's a little more obvious, though, because it says this is an ad. This was a paid for result. That's why it's at the top. Yeah, uh, but you, it's in small letters and you may click on yeah. it and go and think like, oh, yeah, because I'm because it's on the Internet. It's true, you know, and then you're like, check. Are, are we checking our sources? There was I mean. I, I, so I, I ran a bunch of my own stuff, you know, who is Jim Collison? Oh yeah. And, right. And it came back and said, I was a Gallup certified strengths coach, which I am not. Now I do programs for Gallup certified strengths coaches. I'm, I, I'm a community manager for 14,000 certified strengths coaches around the world, but I myself am not a Gallup certified strengths coach. It got it wrong. Very wrong. Yeah. Right, from that, from that perspective. So you check your sources. You, you got it if you're using this. And listen, I'm using it a lot right now because I, I want to see how this thing goes. This yeah. is the best AI I've seen yet. But there's there's an, a really good example of how it was wrong right out of the gate. By the way, you can give it the right answer. So I said, I am not a Gallup certified coach. And it said, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I got that wrong, which is really weird, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry I got that wrong. We'll cor- this. So then it rewrote the output with that correction. Okay, so you think, that's awesome. We can influence AI. Well, I could, inf- if, if that's the case, I could, like Wikipedia, I could go in and influence it with the wrong information yes, about people. Right? <laughs> my favorite, Who's checking that? My favorite Steve Martin joke. I want to have a kid so I can talk wrong around it. <laughs> and then the first day it goes to school and it says, may I moo-moo dog face with a banana patch? Get that kid a yes. special test. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's not artificial? Um, our awesome supporters. I just oh, realized boy. we have not talked about we our awesome done, supporters. Done that, um, yeah. Our oh, this is where I need to give you access. Well, see, you said you don't want access to Patreon. Oh, um, oh no. We will come back to our favorite patron here, but uh, uh, as the podcast coach runs on uh, PodPage and Libsyn, for the record, if you're you're wondering, and uh, you know what, our favorite person, our, our we'll go back one slide because I got one. Uh, Connie uh, from New Vision Podcast. I'm going to guess that's uh, um, newvisionpodcast.com. And actually, technically, that's wrong because she's a $10 supporter and I only spotlight $20 supporters. But today, Connie, it's all about you. So thank you, Connie, for being a $10 awesome supporter. Uh, If you'd like to try PodPage, check it out at trypodpage.com. If you need more Jim Cullison, and who doesn't, uh, theaverageguy.tv. Go check out Home Gadget Geeks. And uh, if you want to start a podcast, well, when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting. By the way, that's not working. No, nobody's thinking about it. I, I need to go up to somebody and go, hey, podcasting. And they go, School of Podcasting? My, I, I don't think that's working, but it's my, it's my Vulcan mind meld. Like when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting. 
Um, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. Not only can you, uh, you know, be an awesome supporter, you can buy Dave's book, you can uh, donate on PayPal or buy me a coffee or something of that nature. But uh, thanks to all of our awesome supporters for uh, your support. Uh, because uh, my yearly bill for StreamYard just came through this week. And I was like, 400 what? I was like, oh, well, thank God we have awesome supporters to pay for that. So, um, But that was one thing that I was like, huh? Because I was actually thinking of trying another platform and playing and stuff. But on the other hand, I love StreamYard. So... And that's why I bought a year's worth because it's cheaper when you do that. And that was one that I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not leaving this platform. So, um, can I, can I, so I just typed in who are the hosts of ask the podcast coach and when can I listen to them to chat GBT? This is the answer I got back. Ask the podcast coach is a podcast hosted by Dave Jackson and Jim Collison. So I got that right. Dave Jackson is a podcast consultant and coach who has been podcasting since guess when? 2005. Oh, there you go. Is that right? Yeah, I got it right. Uh, He's also the host of School of Podcasting and the Podcast Rodeo Show. So that's a pretty, that's pretty good. Jim Collison is a technology enthusiast with a background in IT. He is also the host of Home Gadget Geeks and Gallup's Called the Coach podcast. Together they provide, and this is a little bit of the value of this. Like if you're struggling for your about section on your website about who you are. So this is what it says about us. Together, they provide valuable information and tips on how to start, grow, and improve your podcast. I'm sure that came from your branding on your site because that's what you say, right? Yeah. Right? Start, Uh, grow, and improve your podcast. Do you say it in that that way? It's plan, launch, and grow. Oh, okay. Well, so it's... It's morphing it a little bit, right? And sometimes monetize. You could change that. You could change that, right? You (laughs) could go in and change that. The show is uh, is released on a weekly basis and can be found on the major podcast platforms. Get the get the buzzer ready, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. (laughs) (laughs) Should be a website. By the way, it's not doing websites yet, but Mm -hmm. I think eventually there would be some could be found at askthepodcastcoach.com, Right? You can check out their website or social media for the schedule and for new episodes. So we'd give it the buzzer because it's not being specific about a website of where to go. Right. But other than that, not a bad, not a bad paragraph to start with. If you were thinking about, Oh, I need to improve my about section. What's the internet saying about me? It might be a good place to start and then modify it. I don't know. What do you think? I'm just surprised it knew who I was. There are a lot of Dave Jackson's in the world. You know what yeah. I mean? But I guess yeah. under the filter of Ask the Podcast Coach, it knows who I am or whatever. But yeah. uh, again, the question was, who are the hosts of yeah. Ask the Podcast Coach and when can I listen to them? You know what? It didn't answer the second question. It didn't say I can. you can listen to them live every Saturday morning, 930 Central, 1030 Eastern at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Didn't say that. It was a fine helping of word salad, though. You know, it was, yeah. it was good. It wasn't bad. I think, it was I accurate. Think if you're stuck. If I think if you're stuck coming up in your own about section, it got me thinking as I was going through seeing what it knew about me. I think it gave me some ideas like, oh, maybe I should grab some of this and change my own about because it's a, it is a good summary of what the internet thinks I am. Right. Ooh, see, that's interesting because one of the things I'm always, um, I don't know how you do, like, how do you check your brand? You know what I mean? Like, like what are yeah. people saying about the school of podcasting? No, right on. Because I know right in the, er, in the yeah. early days, again, I had somebody who would tell me the truth. So in this case, that was Paul Culligan. 
And we're talking one time. He goes, Dave, you want to know what people are saying about the school of podcasting? I'm like, do I? And he goes, here's what they say. He goes, the good news is everything you need, you can find at the school of podcasting. I'm like, great. He goes, you want to know what the bad thing is? And I go, what? He goes, everything you need, you can find at the school of podcast. He goes, there's too much stuff and they can't find what they need. And I was like, yeah. oh man, that's great feedback. And so I have, I have since I should, if I wanted to have one, like when you sign up, here is how you podcast like step one. And instead I've always had three tracks. Like I have no budget. I have some budget and budget is not an issue. And then I just give you the stuff and you have to decide, but I do have a, a roadmap. I'm like, Hey, if this is you do this, if this is you do that. So I still kind of don't, you know, I've, I've found what I think is a happy medium, but I think it'd be interesting if you could use that to like, I don't know, find out what people are, what are people saying about me behind closed doors? So <clears throat> I went alone. Well, a summary, an internet mm. summary is kind of what it is. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Um, it's creepy because when I, you know, I said, I asked for some stuff about me, like I said, and I yeah. said, hey, I'm not. So I said, Jim Collison's not a Gallup certified strengths coach. And here's how it responded. I apologize for the confusion. It seems I have provided you with incorrect information. Then it rewrote it and corrected it. And at the very end, it said, oh, I said, at the end, I said, oh, that's correct now. And it says, I'm glad the information is now accurate. And then it rewrote it again. That's crazy. Well, the other you thing know. is, um, Adam Curry was talking about this, that you know how it types it out like word by word. So it looks yes. like somebody, he goes, that's total yeah. horse pucky. <laughs> he goes, they could just pop it on the screen. He goes, but it makes it yeah. look more human and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. it makes it look more like a chat, right? That's yeah. what it, it is chat GPT. So like you're, it's, it's trying to mimic this chat concept. They're also, one of the nice things about it is they're also very aware that past AI solutions have gone sideways. Mm. <laughs> Let's just say sometimes they've gotten a little mean. Sometimes they've gotten a little racist. Sometimes mm. they've gotten a little sexist, right? Because the internet's that way, right? All those things exist out there on the internet. They've got to solve for that. They have to figure out a way to set all those, those ethics in there. Make it a kind person. Don't make them a racist. Don't make them a sexist. Don't make them mean. They're, they're really, really aware of that with this solution. And, and we may be making some good progress in that area. I haven't seen any of that in the work. I've probably done hundreds of searches now as I've been working through this. It's really good for what I do, Dave, for Clifton Strengths and Strengths Development. It is really good at that. Like say, hey, I am thinking about doing this kind of job. And I have these kinds of skills and these kinds of strengths. And it will do some amazing writing that's like, that's coach-like hmm. in there. And so it's that, that, that's an area they've, they've tuned it really, really well. So it's kind of impressive. You're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Now, again, it's a summary of what people have said on the web. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but imagine if you read everything that was on the web about a particular topic and then could filter it in a way that was helpful. Well, that actually, you might get some stuff out of there. That's helpful. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, I, I thought about this the other day. I'm like, I need to write down. I, I keep a, I don't write in it a lot, but I have a journal. Uh, the website's penzu, P E N Z U.com. Um, and I thought I should write down, I should make a journal entry. Like, Hey, I just discovered chat AG. Cause I know in 10 years you're gonna like, Oh, remember that? Oh my God. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. so, um, also, I, I just realized we have the sound effect. Woo! 
Uh, thanks to Coach Dave for the uh, what is is that is, is the correct terminology a super chat? Super chat, I think is what super that chat. Is. So thank you, yeah. kind sir. Uh, yeah, Coach Dave, appreciate that. It's always fun to to know we're adding value. That's value for value right there. That, that is. is value for value. Well, and and PRX came out saying they are now value for value enabled, and uh, Adam Curry was like, mm, he was excited until he re, you know looked into it because like. If you have a new podcast app, you could boost right now and send whatever you wanted to. And he goes, that's not what this is. They have, like, it's streaming some sort of something, but there's no boosts. And it's it's like all those other things. It's kind of sad. That's one thing I wish more. Co- I hope to see companies do this in 2023. So when they say we're adding transcripts, okay, use the spec that's been created for that in RSS. When they say I'm doing this, use the spec that's been created like you know spotify came out oh we have chapters now you just have to format your show notes like this why not use the spec that's already in the rss thing no we're gonna do our own thing and i'm like ah so uh anyway so um is that a question question do you archive your live somewhere uh yeah ask the podcastcoach.com has all of our stuff uh the videos are often because i was worried about it messing up my YouTube channel because most of my YouTube videos are like five minutes long and then this one comes in and it's 90. So most of them are, is it private? Unlisted. So they're still there. They're on the the episode page on Ask the Podcast Coach. Uh, so if you want to watch the video, but most of this you can listen and get the, the gist of it and you don't have to worry about um, actually having to watch it. So Tim O'Brien, good morning, folks. Uh, he says, I owe you because of my podcast story, but he doesn't owe me a t-shirt. Or a coffee mug. I got that this week. So, Tim, thank you nice. so much. Um, and I'm, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, find a podcast about. He does podcasts where he goes out. So if you want to find a podcast about dog sled racing or whatever, uh, he could do that. Ooh, it, it, you know what this is, Jim? It's the lightning round. Oh, um, good. I like it. Let's do it. Here we go. I, I, I'm considering blending a rumble dun, studio. Dun, dun. Yeah. Asynchronous interviews with our monthly lives, pushing those down the same feed. Anyone ever blend a format in the same feed like that? People have. Uh, if it's, try, it, try it and see. Try it and get, you'll get some feedback. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's one where I'm like, mm, if it's the same remember. topic, you know, um, We'll skip that one. Uh, Kyle had a suggestion. Maybe I should should rebrand the podcast rodeo yep. show. Yep. Podcast study hall. We did do that one. Okay, good. I talked about that one. Yeah. We hit them all. So awesome. What's coming up? On, yeah. What's coming yeah. up on um, Home Gadget Geeks? John Maddox from Channels. He's the CEO and founder of Channels. It's a it's a DVR solution. If you want to record TV over the air, streaming some of those kinds of things. Uh, joins me. He's just a good friend of the show. Comes on at the end of the show. We talked a little bit about VR. I got a new VR headset, and so I've been trying to think how is this going to fit into the podcasting world. And so I've been doing some testing with that um, as well. And so it'll be released a little bit later today. HomeGadgetGeeks.com. VR. I've only tried once, and I said this is probably going to make me sick, and it did. And that was uh, my experiment. Yeah. It was some skateboard thing I was riding, and I was yeah, like. Yeah. I, I have to take Dramamine to get on planes and stuff. And I was like, yeah. I'd love to get it just for the exercise stuff. I've seen some Dave, really, you know. He mentions at the end of the show a different set of glasses that are you that you can use that you can put, not Google glasses. This right. is kind of a new run at VR 
Um, and so we talk about that right at the end of the show that you might find that interesting uh, that this because he he wasn't a fan of VR either. And he's like, but I would use these glasses so you can check it out hmm. from GadgetGeeks.com. Nice. On the School of Podcasting, I'm going to be sharing a story how I almost spent 1500 bucks and I asked myself a couple quick questions and went, oh, yeah, let's not do that. Uh, so I'll be explaining on that. And I think I'm going to add, if I have enough time, I'm going to revisit the topic of Anchor and why I still don't like it. Uh, but it's not for the old reasons, but it's for new reasons. Because people are like, I thought you were going to say. I, nah. was, I'm just, I thought you were going to be like, and now I'm 100% on board. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but I don't hate them as much. But I have acknowledged uh, that half the reason I dislike them is for things in the past that they don't do anymore. And that's not fair. So uh, thanks to everyone in the chat room for uh, hanging up. Um, and uh, be sure to like and subscribe and smash the bell and all that other stuff. And we will see you, yeah, right now. Do it quickly, because we're going to end. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>